0: humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers, and dreams alike. And welcome to the Devolver Digital forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, J.M.
1: And I am Jared, and this is an elegant intro, my friend.
0: <laughs> Thank you, I'm feeling elegant. I, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what happened, I was like, all right. Let's do it different. Oh, this is what we're doing. All right. Commit to the bit. How's it going? Oh, man, it's good. It's good. It's – I have – I'll see memes about it every once in a while, uh, you know, where people will talk about uh, psychological issues via meme, and uh, I've got that thing where, like, when things go well, uh, I panic because I'm, like – I'm waiting for, like – the price to be paid or, uh, or, you know, the, the other shoe to drop, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm doing so well that I'm in a constant state of, of panic, um, which is healthy. That sounds healthy to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Does. Uh, I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's certainly a way to live. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it ain't no way to live. No. Yeah. Uh, no I got to do uh, well it'll become apparent what our why our why uh, our theme this week will be our theme um, but I got to do something I've wanted to do my entire life I uh, this last weekend I went out you remember I was doing the night classes the sword fighting night classes oh
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: so I had to stop the classes um, because just life and stuff got in the way. But uh, they invited me to emcee one of their shows at a renaissance festival this previous weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I got to be like the guy that was like announcing a jousting tournament, which literally is something I've wanted to do since I was a kid and I went to Medieval Times for the first time.
1: Oh, that Um, is badass, man. Yeah, thanks. Nice. It was
0: yeah, it was really great. The Seattle Knights is the name of the group, and uh, they're really lovely people. And yeah, they brought me down. Uh, well, I went down to the festival that they were at and uh, announced it for the first time, and it was exhilarating and fun. And and you know, it was my first time, so you know, it wasn't perfect. But uh, but yeah, it was it was thrilling. It was I mean, literally, I was a kid and I at medieval times, and that person is like announcing, they are like medieval times," and I'm like, I want to do that. So uh, yeah, I got to do that this weekend. So thrilled! That's,
1: that's so cool. That's awesome.
0: Thanks. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it was it was really neat, and uh, they they're talking about you know having me back every once in a while for shows and stuff like that. So yeah, pretty stoked on that. Um, well, that's, yeah,
1: that's amazing. I didn't do me? anything
0: nearly as cool. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> quite exciting well, yeah thanks it was, I mean it, it's just one of those things it's like oh I just got to do something I've wanted to do my whole life and I don't know how to process that
1: yeah no that's cool I mean that's definitely yeah like uh, those things like when you're a kid you're like oh I would love to do that and then very rarely do you actually get to live out those things as an adult and you're like yeah or or, or if you do then it's like ah, oh, that wasn't as cool as I thought it would be but when it yeah. is shit that's awesome
0: <laughs> yeah that's great uh yeah not to get out of the dark stuff again but i will get out of the dark stuff again somebody i've mentioned that to one of the 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 guys and he's like oh like a bucket list like scratch that off the bucket list and i was like oh i no i don't have a bucket list that would be like (laughs) like and then i was thinking about bucket lists i'm like what do you do when you check them all off you die you just just, you're like well
1: time to go you just like it it, you just cease to exist you like fade away (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Just mission accomplished. Woo uh, but yeah, so our topic this week, um we don't have a guest. If you are someone who only listens to the guest guest episodes, um we don't have a guest. But we are gonna talk about our favorite games uh, uh with with melee hand to hand but melee weapon combat games. Hell yeah. Um So, uh, because I got to watch a bunch of people, and it was really great. Watching people fake sword fight and halberd fight and axe fight all weekend was really fucking cool. Yeah, that's awesome. God, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, shall we... uh, Oh, you know what? Actually, I I did want to ask Jared. uh, i seen you back in Elden Ring, speaking of games with great uh, melee (laughs) combat. What are you doing over there? Yeah, playing it again, man. Uh, (laughs) From the start again? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I, um, I I have I'm two trophies away from the platinum, and they both have to do with the different endings. And oh. I was like, because I had done I, I did everything else in the first playthrough, and I don't know what I, I I was playing through Tears of the Kingdom, and I got I got a little burnt out on it just because there's so much it was very overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know what to do, and I thought you know what fuck it I'm just gonna play Elden Ring again. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, playing again from the start with a new new character, doing a Faith Dex build, and uh, going for the Frenzied Flame ending. So, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Such a good game. So it good. sure
0: is. I don't have it on my list, but it's definitely on my list.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, just... It's cool, too, because of, like, all the different types of... We- I mean, there's, like, magic and stuff, sure, but, like, all of the melee weapons just really do feel unique and different and kind of change the way you can play which is really cool
0: yeah yeah it's it's a systems based melee combat kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah it's it's mind boggling how good <laughs> that game is oh yeah well shall I shall I begin uh sure yeah what's you what's what you got I uh my first one's probably my weakest choice, so I'll I'll get that knocked out of the way. Um okay. but it was a game that I really loved when it was new and it was called Dead to Rights. Do you remember that one? Holy shit, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved that game. That game was so cool and it was, you uh. know, it was kind of a max pain for anyone who didn't play. It was kind of like a max pain I don't want to say rip-off or clone, but it was definitely very Max Payne-inspired. Like, it was noir mm-hmm. detective, um, and you have bullet time, stuff like that, uh, which I guess is all Matrix-inspired. But, uh, but yeah, that game was so cool, and, like, you, you'd shoot things, but, like, it had this really great way and I, I wish I remember how it worked mechanically I watched a little bit of a, a gameplay video because I was like dead to rights was one of my favorites but like I loved the way that you would transition into like fist fights because it had like a really good like brawling system in the game and you could kind of switch back and forth between shooting people and brawling uh, and then every once in a while you could sick your dog on them
1: yeah um uh, uh... <laughs> I uh Man, maybe it was like a year or two ago, but I actually played through this game fairly recently.
0: Oh, no shit.
1: I found, yeah, I, I found a copy of it at a, a retro game store a while back. And I, I played as a kid and I bought it on PS2. And I'm like, you know what, I'm going to play through this again. And yeah, man, I so I had forgotten. So the the way the gunplay works in that game, um, like you don't aim, you know, you don't aim like you would a normal third person shooter. Yeah. You have a button that just locks on to the nearest targets. And so yeah. you like lock on, and then you mash the shoot button, and it ends up being like this, like a John Woo movie where you're like just flipping your guns around, like shooting all these guys, and then, yeah, like switching to like melee combat, and and the dog Shadow, yeah, just like ripping their throats open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fucking brutal. Damn, yeah, does it that's hold up? A- uh, the first <laughs> half does. Yeah, it's like it's pretty fun, but it it like. It loses steam really quickly, yeah, and like runs out of ideas. And there's a couple of moments where I'm like, "All right, this is like, what are we doing here? We're padding." <laughs>
0: uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's a fun, like, definitely like a relic of the time for sure.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: And I, I, yeah. I specifically, because talking about the melee combat, I remember so. In a very max Payne sort of way, like the the main story of the game you're like a cop, but you're you're framed for murder, mm-hmm. and so there's a whole section in a prison where like they take your guns away and you're sort of forced to you you're forced to do the melee combat and I always really liked that part because you you would do that and eventually ended up with like a prison break, and it was so cool,
0: yeah, nice. I never yeah, played
1: but- the uh, the sequel though, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> me neither. Me neither. Wasn't there a lot of stuff too where you'd like throw like a, a fire extinguisher and shoot it out of the air?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could throw it because then you would throw it and then you'd lock on and it would slow down. And yeah, you'd shoot it and it would act as like a makeshift grenade.
0: Yeah, yeah. Really cool game and kind of in the same genre or same vibe as uh, Enter the Matrix.
1: That, uh, so on my list, I have a, a twofer of Enter the Matrix and then the Path of Neo game.
0: Well, then, off we go
1: to Jared's <laughs> number one. I, I guess, yeah, a perfect transition. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I I put them both on there because they're, I mean, they're, they're different, but they're also, like, very similar. But, yeah, great games with really good um, and fun, I think, like, melee combat, you know. I think Enter the Matrix probably had better... Better hand to hand combat, but uh, Path mm-hmm. of Neo had some cool. I mean, there's there's like gunplay in Path of Neo, but the once you get because Path of Neo follows the the movies, the trilogy, the original trilogy, yeah. and once you kind of get past the first movie and you get to like the superhuman Neo, <laughs> it's just really fun. And the the level where I think it's the second movie where he ends up fighting like a uh, hundreds of Agent Smiths at once. Yeah. It was, was was like so much fun, you know? <laughs> but yeah, cool, uh, cool games.
0: Yeah, nice. No, you,
1: so you played Enter
0: the Matrix. Did you ever play Path of Neo? I didn't play Path of Neo.
1: It is weird. It is a weird yeah. game.
0: <laughs> like yeah.
1: For, you know, cause it's like, okay, it's, it's the Matrix and it follows the movies. Yeah. That seems as basic as it could get, but they they take some creative liberties and
0: man is it weird. <laughs> like I mean, I, I know about the ending. Is it more than just the ending? Yeah, yeah, more than just I mean the
1: ending is weird too, but like there's 'cause there's there's moments where, you know, you're playing through like the, the beats of the movies, but then they they add some other stuff. And there's like some like <sighs> There's, like, moments... You fight giant ant people, like, you know, and well, there's vampires, and... Yeah, there's, like, one bit where you, like, end up in this weird, like, MC Escher painting of a of a room, and there's, like, literally, like, giant ants, like, you fight ants hand-to-hand combat, and I'm like, I don't remember this in The Matrix. <laughs> 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 and it just, it, it has moments like that, where you're following the movie, but then it'll just deviate... But when it deviates, it's like what? What? What are we? Where are we? What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's like vampires and stuff too. Like it, it just—it's almost like somebody like watched The Matrix and is like trying to rep- like, like if they're like describing the plot of The Matrix, but they can only use the word fucking and then like adjective or uh, like actions. So like, it's like fucking punching and fucking kicking and fucking sword fighting and (laughs) just like this breakneck pace of like, what the hell? But yeah, it's a, it's nuts. It's, and the whole like beginning of the game too, like, cause the first level is like a stealth bit. Cause it's like the, the bit in the first movie when Morpheus calls him and then, (laughs) and then you've got like five tutorial levels. (laughs) <laughs> Which are all like based after movies. Like there's, it's weird. Like one, there's like a black and white like old samurai film level. It
0: just bizarre. Like okay, like you've been put into uh, one of the the plugged into a computer and for your for your tutorials.
1: Yeah. So the tutorials they're like okay, we're gonna like load this up and so like okay, you learn hand to hand combat. Then you're basically in. Um, Oh, what's it? Like, enter the dragon. Like, you're in this, like, kung fu Mm. tournament. You're like, okay. And then you learn, uh, gunplay, and it's pretty much a recreation of the opening of, uh, hard boiled. Like, you're in, like, a tea house, and, and then, yeah, then there's one level where, like, (laughs) they're like, oh, there's a glitch, and you're in an old samurai movie, and it's black and white, and all grainy, and you fight, like, a ghost samurai. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Really just, I weird, like, just really weird choices. But, I mean, it's so fun, and the, the I mean, the melee combat is the best. Like, the, the gunplay, I think, is is the weakest part of it, and when I would play it, I would usually just ignore it. And even if there was anybody, like, with guns, I'd just run up to them and start, because you could disarm them, and then you do melee combat, you know?
0: Yeah. Nice. Nice. That puts me in mind of one that I was thinking of that I don't actually have on the list. Did you ever play Advent Rising?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I did. For the the original that, Xbox.
0: Yeah, it was a really cool game that ended up to me being like the best Star Wars Jedi game that ever existed, at least <laughs> until that point. Because... Uh, You, you, you start as just a normal dude with a gun and like these aliens, I mean, you don't have a gun all the time, but you start as a normal dude and these aliens attack and you have like guns and grenades and stuff. But as the game goes on, you start to unlock new powers. Uh, That's actually where I get the phrase glorious humans from, because in that uh, humans are like special in the galaxy or whatever. So they are like, glorious human. And I always thought that was a fun thing to say to people as a hello. Um But yeah, that, that one, I would, because you could pick your powers and I would specialize in powers that just let me go hardcore melee, like slow down time and like, just beat the living hell out of the giant enemies. Loved it. Loved
1: it. That's, um because that game was meant to be like the first in like a whole new like franchise, you know. Yeah. And they put a bunch of money into it and it's a sh- it's a bummer that it didn't do as well cuz obviously it, it, it that was the only game we didn't get any more. Yeah. And I feel like it was a good it was a good enough game that if they like ironed out the kinks, you know, that like a couple games down the line, ooh, you would have had something really really solid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Because I was always hoping for the... Because they they're like, it's going to be a trilogy. I'm like, sweet. I was mm-hmm. always looking forward to the next one. Um, but my next one on my list, I would say, is Chivalry 2. Oh, man, I want to play that. Have you not played it yet? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> you should get it and play it. It's uh, it's a first-person, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a first-person fighting game. Well, not fighting game. It's a first-person large, like up to 64 versus 64 player, um, objective based, uh, battle game. And, but you don't have guns, you have swords and spears and axes and you like unlock all kinds of different weapons. And it's so cool. Cause like you, you know, you hit your buttons to, to attack and stuff like that, but like Getting enough damage to, like, really hurt someone or knock them around requires that you swing your camera around to kind of give that the impression of having, like, hip motion with your your sword swings. And it's disorienting and it's really fucking hard to play. And I'm pretty sure almost everybody that plays it is really bad at it. (laughs) But it's so, it's such a fun game to be bad at. Like, because you just got... I mean, it feels... It's all the best parts of medieval warfare without the pain and anguish of medieval warfare. Yeah, it's I like
1: just the chaos of, of battle.
0: Yeah. And it's just it's just wild because it's... I mean, people just running around, swinging on each other, getting run down by horses, getting shot by arrows, getting your arm chopped off. Uh, and it's, it's just great. And you can, like, There's all kinds of, like, emote yells that you can do. And, God, I wish I could remember. There was one that I just loved, and it made me laugh every time. But it's just, it's just, it's, yeah, it's so frenetic, so chaotic, so energetic. And, like, sometimes you do well, but most of the time it's just you get a couple swings in, and then somebody just wrecks your shit. Might be different for you. You might go in and, you know, be the new mountain. But, uh... (laughs) Oh man, it's just, it's, and it's just such a, it's, it's, it's a risk making a game like that, you know, where it's just totally alien control scheme from anything else you've got out there, um, trying to be a little more simulation-y with your melee combat and, and yeah, super duper fun. Yeah, if you get it, get it and let me know. Yeah, I Uh, I I want to play it. I would love an excuse to hop back into that and just That's the battle cry button. There's a battle cry button.
1: <laughs> that um this isn't on my list, but that kind of that reminds me. Did you ever play uh Kingdom Come: Deliverance?
0: I started it. Yeah, but I didn't mm-hmm. get too far.
1: So that one I remember that having like the the sword combat being interesting because it, it's, <laughs> it's clunky. It's really difficult to control and really hard to fight. But yeah. that, you know, like that game is like all about the complete immersion, you know? Yeah. You know, like, And so it when you just start, you're like, you can barely swing a sword and getting into a fight just being a, a colossal pain in the ass. And if you have more than one enemy, then you're basically dead. And I just <laughs> kind of like, I, I appreciate that of like I don't know, like, sort of sacrificing some of the fun by making it a little more challenging, but then by doing that, it it's more engaging and kind of can become more fun. Uh, Chivalry yeah. is obviously more, you know, like multiplayer games, so it's a lot, it's more fluid than Kingdom Come, but
0: I, I remember that being an interesting aspect of the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's the, you know, they 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 do that cool narrative, and then they're like, yeah, there's violence in here, but it's like, you gotta really want to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like there's a price to be paid for it. It's gonna be it's not gonna be fun necessarily because it's yeah. I should get back into that one and try it again.
1: Yeah, it was, I, I I played a bit. I maybe like ten hours or so, and then I fell off. And I it's one that I like always thought about going back to, but
0: never yeah. have. <laughs> I think I played it and, like, I went down to, like, ask for money from some old man and he just beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, this this wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad was an asshole and he's like, go get money from this guy for me, boy. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, give me the money. And he's like, fuck you, kid. Let's fight.
1: they are like,
0: "What? what is this game? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> oh that's brutal. funny. peasant simulator
1: basically you know it's funny because in that game like your character doesn't know how to read yeah. and so like if you look at any books and stuff they're just like jumbled words but like you can learn to read and it's neat because as you get a little better like some of the words will be like normal words and then eventually you can just read and it, I always thought that was a funny thing like having a
0: character that you can't read so uh, you can't read <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I like that. That's like the old um, Fallout. Fallout Two having one intelligence thing. Oh yeah, where you just you like can't speak. <laughs> you just yeah. Just, um, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> I love those clips. Like the when you have the low intelligence and people are talking to you and you're just like bunga bunga. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're just like oh, all right yeah funny stuff <laughs> those little additions a little, you know I, that triggered the memory for me of the Malkavian playthrough in Vampire Bloodlines oh yeah I don't I, think I remember liking the melee combat in Vampire Bloodlines very much
1: no I mean the see that game is great writing and storytelling and everything else about it is kinda awful yeah yeah uh yeah like i mean the the i would do the melee combat because the gunplay was even worse but yeah it was it was passable at best but (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so funny i there's a couple games that i was thinking of that are like medieval kind of sword and sorcery Mm -hmm. melee games but i'm gonna switch i can come back to them but i'm gonna switch gears completely because game that i thought had great combat that is one of my honestly one of my favorite games ever is sleeping dogs
0: what's sleeping dogs oh you never played sleeping dogs dude so good so
1: it at a at a glance it appears to be like a gta clone Mm -hmm. but it's not like it's a it's an open world game set in hong kong and you play as a cop but you are like an undercover cop trying to infiltrate the the triad. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, so it's open world. So you get, you know, your typical open world stuff of like main objectives, side objectives, collectibles, stuff like that. And it's mixed with like driving and you can do some combat like that. There's gunplay, but like the biggest thing was that it was the hand-to-hand combat. And it really felt like, like being set in Hong Kong, it had this sort of like Kung Fu movie vibe to it. And it was simple but really fun combat system where you're fighting a bunch of different dudes at once and you can eventually like find your like old Kung Fu teacher and can unlock different combos and there's like environmental takedowns that are always satisfying. And (laughs) yeah, it's, it like, that's another game that like it, it didn't sell very well and is a real bummer, but it's kind of like a cult classic now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. And like it, the story is really good too. It's got good act like good voice acting and I think it's a really engaging story and I, I, it's awesome. I just it, it's the sort of thing where like playing like GTA I'm like oh I wish this had melee combat, <laughs> you know, yeah, just be yeah. so fun. And yeah, like the you know, it's another case where like the gunplay is the weakest part of the game, but you don't really have to do it that much and it just yeah, it it, it dude, it's awesome. It's a really really good time.
0: All right. I got to get that. I ain't never heard of that. Well, yeah, I man, did, it, I don't
1: remember. It. It's awesome. It was like, they, they made like a definitive edition, I think for like the Xbox one and PS four that has like, cause there was some DLC. So it has all of that included. And yeah, you can like, you know, you get like different outfits and then there's like some special ones that give you like buffs and stuff, but it's good. Um, it was, did you, did you ever know, You remember the true crime series? Did you ever play any of those?
0: The podcasts?
1: <laughs> no, the true crime... Uh, what was it called? Podcasts? St- Streets of LA and Streets of New York.
0: Stay sexy and don't get murdered?
1: Yep, that's the one. You, you, you knew it.
0: You <laughs> knew it. No, I never played those.
1: So those were not so good. Those were definitely okay. more like... Those were like GTA rip-offs, but the gimmick yeah. was that you were a cop instead of a criminal. Well... Oh, they were making a third one that was true crime Hong Kong. And then eventually they sort of overhauled it and took away that sort of title from it and gave it more of a focus with like the, the melee combat and really leaned into the Hong Kong aspect of it. And that became sleeping
0: dogs. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool.
1: So yeah, really, really, really good. And yeah, a lot of fun. It holds up still too. I played it um, a couple of years ago. I, I quote a part from it all the time so like you can buy like you can buy food that gives you like you know buffs like better defense better action or whatever yeah. but there's a guy uh, a street vendor who sells pork buns and
0: mm-hmm.
1: he all like it's the same npc everywhere and he's always yelling at you it's <laughs> like a man is not a man unless he has a pork bun in his hand <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. like, he just yells it like all the time. Though he's like, "Why don't you have pork bun in your hand?" <laughs> so I always, every time I'm at the grocery store or at like an Asian restaurant, I'm like, "Man is not a man unless he has a pork bun in his hand."
0: <laughs> Does that mean you like the pork bun, sir? Oh no, I'm allergic. No, 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 no. Just, uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I just I just wishlisted it on the uh, the PlayStation app while you were talking about it. Yeah, it's good. It's a good time. <laughs> nice. That's cool. What you got? Hmm. What's next? My next one. It's funny because this, this whole list for me is actually very Devolver heavy. And I haven't done any of my Devolver ones yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I'll probably just start spitting them out after this. But this is one I've brought up a few times. Way of the Samurai. Uh, so good. Just so good so fucking good the second one especially with like the way the parrying worked where if it was a vertical attack you pushed forward and if it was a horizontal attack you pushed backwards so like you could just normal block or if you knew how to read the attacks you could actually parry them effectively um and it was i i mean i just i just loved it love it so much need to maybe try the new ones Yeah, I
1: I I played one and two. I didn't play any beyond that.
0: Yeah, same. Uh, People have mentioned it a few times when I've brought it up. They're like, "Oh, there's more," and I'm like, "But do I want more?" Yeah, you know. Very happy with my experience of it, but yeah, just such a cool game, and I love the I love the concept, and I'm that like you you know I'd fight somebody and they could drop their weapon and then I have their weapon, but like. Like there's no perm like the character is new every time, but the permadeath was on the weapons. So yeah. if I'm in the game and I've got a weapon I've leveled up and it's all super badass, uh like it if I die, I lose that. And it super sucked if I died. And definitely a few times I went into like hard mode thinking I was king shit of fuck mountain and just <laughs> getting this i remember one time i went with like my best weapon and i was like this is gonna be fun i'm gonna play through real quick and i got the snot kicked out of me and i got murdered in the first scene i was very (laughs) upset with myself yeah i remember playing that game because
1: like in the the first one you have a like an encounter right at the start and game is hard like it Mm -hmm. it it, it demands your attention because you can't just like mash buttons you know like a you know, like you would think, like an action or a hack and slash game. It it, Really, yeah, those games are underrated.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and the second one had, uh, which, I mean, my favorite mode of any kind of melee game, it had a one-hit kill mode. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where any hit on you or an enemy was a one-hit kill. And I never felt like more of a badass, like, you know samurai warrior in any game that I did playing that game on one hit kill mode. (laughs) That's awesome. It was so good. And then the final boss, like keeps his sword in his sheath until he attacks. So you don't know if he's going to do vertical or horizontal and, Oh, so good. So that's way of the samurai
1: samurai games are, even when they're not good, they're still pretty good. (laughs) You know? Yeah. 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 Well, I'll say. Let me talk about. So another one. Circle back to kind of fantasy stuff. Uh, Dark Messiah of Might and Magic. Okay. A great game. Uh, so it's it's an arcane game. It's like pre Dishonored, pre Prey sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's one of their more underrated ones. Like it. It's funny because it it has like. Like, the story and the presentation and everything, it is, like, the most generic fantasy sort of thing you could ever really have. Like, it is not engaging and just kind of a very bland setting. But its combat was kind of all sort of physics-based, and, like, enemies would ragdoll a lot, and you had, like, a button that would just kick, and... (laughs) You could kick anything and they go flying, and it's all sorts of stuff around the environment. <laughs> and, you know, encouraging you to, like, uh, you know, you get into a fight and you end up seeing, like, a bunch of barrels above on, a, like, a platform so you can cut the rope to have the barrels come down and the people ragdoll. Um, and you can use magic so you can get different spells. And, like, you have a, like an ice spell, which you can shoot at the enemies and they temporarily freeze. But if you shoot it at the floor and then they run after you, then they'll, like, slip and fall. And so you can nice. just kind of set up, yeah. You can set up all kinds of stuff where you like set it to where they'll slip break right, right into like an oil barrel, and then you can switch to a fire spell and set them on fire, or you can, you know, do, and yeah, like uh, kind of like you were describing with chivalry, where you like you swing the camera around, like sword play and stuff like that is mainly just clicking the mouse, but it really kind of has that sort of feel to it, and yeah, it's a, it's um it's a really solid game, like the. I don't know, it's just like physics based like melee uh, combat. It it's good and it's nice. a it's a good time.
0: <laughs> I mean that's what I think I guess that's kinda what we're getting to on a lot of this is uh is that's what we want in our melee combat games. It's like we want to feel the impact. We want to see the oomph. For sure, uh, yeah. All right, well, I, I, it's I just like two dollars and fifty cents on Steam, so Yeah, it's it's definitely worth that. Like <laughs>
1: It's, it, it feels like, I mean, because I, I love Arcane's games, right? And they yeah. you know, they have that immersive thing down of like, you see something, you're like, can I do this? And you usually can, you know? Yeah. And so Dark Messiah of Might and Magic feels very much like they were sort of forced to make a, like a game in this universe. They're like, well, this kind of mm-hmm. sucks, but we're going to like, <laughs> we're going to have fun with it. And that's one yeah. thing that I really like about that game, and there's some other games too, but... Because if you think of like a fight, like if a fight happens in real life, you know, like you're you can reach around and grab whatever you have around you or, you know, you fall over a chair, you grab something, throw it at somebody. Right. And it's Mm. like so that kind of like not just the the actual combat, but being able to use the environment and the things around you, I think is really, really cool.
0: Nice. My next game is Katana Zero. (laughs) Good choice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it feels good. It feels really good when you do it right. When you go in there and you kick people's ass. It's not quite the same as what we've been talking about because it's, you know, I mean, it's different from the games. You know, there's you only have one weapon. Um, I mean, you can pick things up and throw them. But it just feels really good. Like the way the sword is how you double jump and stuff like that. So you kind of go up with the sword and down, you know, forward with it. Um yeah, it's it's uh it's a good one. I like it. It uh it makes me happy, it makes me feel cool, like a badass, when I get into a level, figure out how to do it right, and murder the living shit out of everybody.
1: Yeah, it it's got that um So both both Katana Zero and Hotline Miami have that feeling, right, where you go into a level and it's really fucking hard. But then when you, you get it down and you just go through and you just mop the floor with everything, it's so satisfying. Yeah. I love, too, that yeah. Katana Zero has the, like, where it'll replay, like, the, the yes. successful run. And, you know, even if you use slow-mo, like, you don't see the slow-mo in the replay. So it makes you look like a badass. And I, I love yeah. that. That's such a cool idea that I wish more <laughs> games had
0: yeah i oh, I i really i don't understand why more games that like like um ronin our game ronin the the turn-based platform man that action would have been action badass platform. every chance i had i was like man you know it'd be cool as if it had a replay at the end so i got to watch myself be a badass it'd be cool yeah. if it had a replay at the end because it's yeah it's it just feels good to just sit back and go wow i'm fucking cool
1: <laughs> yeah man good good pick that's Great game,
0: yeah, yeah. I also have Hotline Miami, Ruiner, and Ape Out. Just since you mentioned Hotline Miami,
1: so that's funny because I mean those are all great games, but Ape Out I think is a, is the weird choice there because I mean it, I I would not have thought of that as a
0: like a melee combat game, but it it kind of is, you know. That was the first one of the group that I thought of. I was like, oh, an ape out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, I throw people at people, don't I? Like, yeah. It's true. It does, you know, like
1: the, the ape out does really well is like the feeling of an impact, you know? Because mm-hmm. it has like the screen shake and then like the symbol hits. So like whether you mm-hmm. push somebody or pick them up and throw them like it, like that, because that's all you do. But it is so satisfying. Um, and it's like minimalist colors so like the they just splatter into like the mm-hmm. the ink color or whatever like it you know it, it's simple but man is it good
0: yeah yeah everything pops everything feels good and it's uh yeah it's so good <laughs> it's so exhilarating just just the thrill of playing ape out because you, cuz you only have melee except when mm-hmm. you grab a guy and he kind of machine guns for a second uh shoots his buddies but yeah you're only melee in like an environment where other people have guns and grenades and flamethrowers and are there rocket launchers in that game they've got all kinds of silly shit trying to take this gorilla down
1: my favorite level is the one in the uh like the big uh like tower and you're constantly going down yeah because there's the bits where you can just throw the guys out the window and like see them fall
0: to the bottom, and it's like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, that's such a good level. Yeah, the and the the level designs on that too. They they grow and change in a really satisfying way. For
1: sure, oh, and man. it's got like and the presentation, right? Like the so like the art direction is really cool, but like. To have this like jazz soundtrack and then each of the mm-hmm. levels be like jazz albums and like, you know, you get halfway through and it's like, oh, you flip the side over. Like, why is that in the ape game? You know, it doesn't make any sense, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so good. When it's you said uh... you had a uh, Devolver games on your list, <laughs> those are not the
0: ones I thought you were going to mention. <laughs> <laughs> no? I mean I've got the one that you know I'm gonna mention. That's my yeah, number yeah. one. So you know that's my that number, number end, one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well I guess I'll say I'll I'll do the I'll do one more and then we can go because I feel we'll talk about those for a while. But so when I'm thinking like the melee combat games, right? Like we're talking about all this different stuff, but one kind of game that immediately comes to my mind are like fighting games. Like one on one fighting games, you know. And I was thinking of like different ones that, I, and there's a, I love fighting games. So there's a lot of really good ones, but the one that I like, I remember kind of growing up with and that I think still is one of the best is Tekken three for the original PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've, I'll say full disclaimer, I was never a big street fighter fan. I just could never get into it. So I not as familiar with that sort of stuff, but yeah. Tekken, I really loved and Tekken's cool thing was it's sort of like, like not really a 3D fighting game, but the fact that you could kind of move on that, uh, well, the, the Y axis, the X axis, whatever. Yeah, instead you, of just you could back like and
0: sidestep forth. a little, right?
1: Yeah, and it just that simple thing made it feel so much more fluid. Um, and yeah, I, I, I mean, and the the later Tekken games are great too, and they, and you know, those developed the the fighting a lot more, but. Tekken Three, I think, is when it really kind of got to the point where it's like, "Damn, this is this is solid." Like, this is a great fighting game. Yeah, um, and yeah, and I, I, man, I loved, I loved it. I played the hell out of Tekken Three, and <laughs> it's funny that beckons back to an era where characters were unlockable instead of being paid for. <laughs> <laughs> and Tekken Three had, I don't like, I don't remember the amount of characters, but you would load in, and it had like the oh, the whole roster. And then you'd play through arcade mode and each character you played through arcade mode with would unlock a new character. So by the end of it, you'd have like a double, like double the initial roster that you had Yeah. um, on top of like two secret characters, one being a tiny dinosaur, which is just awesome. (laughs) But yeah, man, uh, uh, I think Tekken is great and Tekken three, I have a lot of fond memories of that one as a kid and it's uh, just really great.
0: Yeah, um, I. Yeah. Oh, go on. No, that's it. I'm just, I'm just rambling. Okay. Now. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say, I. Uh, you know, I, I, I loved Mortal Kombat as a kid for sure. Played the yeah. shit out of Scorpion. Um, oh, he was so good. I'd get over here, and then I'd teleport out the back of the screen. Oh, he was great. And I, I liked, I loved Mortal or uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. The, the only one I actually have on my list here. Uh, is Dead or Alive too?
1: Oh, man, Dead or Alive, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's because, like, there was a time when I was hanging out with some folks, and, and they had Dead or Alive, and we, I would play it at their place, and me and this one, it's, it's, it's the one that I got the best at mm-hmm. of fighting games, like, mostly in fighting games, I feel like I'm pretty good until I play somebody who's actually any good, and then I'm like, oh, right, okay. But I I think I was actually pretty good at Dead or Alive, too, because me and this one guy got to the point where, because you could, like, you could parry moves or something like that. So you Mm -hmm. could, like, if you could, if you, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but basically if somebody threw a move at you, you could punish them immediately and stuff like that. So he and I, I can't remember what it was. We basically couldn't attack each other because we were both too good at the defensive maneuvers, Mm-hmm. so we would just, like, I think it was a thing where we'd kick, and the other one would just knock them away, and then kick and knock them away, and kick and knock him away, and the fights took very, very long, and it probably wouldn't have been fun for anyone watching the fights, but I really enjoyed that time in my life playing Dead or Alive 2. That's my story about Dead or Alive 2.
1: There's a lot of, like, because I think now, right, you're like you're when people think of fighting games, you get... Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. But back into the older days of, like, those, a lot of forgotten ones, like Dead or Alive or Virtua Fighter or Bloody mm. Roar. Like, mm. Bloody Roar I loved. Um, I remember playing one as a kid called Cardinal Sin, which I don't remember much about it other than I loved it as a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, there's something about, like, those games where you... Because it's different than, a like any other kind of game where you, like you have to get good at it. You can't just level up or, you know, like equip something like, yeah, you have to learn and you actually see like kind of growth of like, uh, you know, learning combos are getting good with certain characters and stuff, but <laughs> dead or alive is funny. Cause it's, I, I think some people forget that it's a fighting <laughs> game and, and not just like a super horny volleyball game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, just uh, I, I I I I like to think of like you know the multiverse in different places where other fighting games went down that path instead, and you know, <laughs> and, and there's a different timeline where it's like Mortal Kombat Extreme Volleyball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like they all just were like pivoted to horny volleyball.
1: Yeah, just like eight different franchises were like, well, we'll do this instead.
0: <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, but. What was yeah. it, Primal Rage, Extreme Volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: or like, um, whoa, well, what was the one? I think it was, I think it was just called
0: Clay Fighters. I was, I've been waiting to say Clay Fighter for Clay a minute fighter. now, yeah.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> Clay Fighter, Extreme Volleyball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. So good. Yeah, good, good stuff, man. You know, it's funny we're talking about melee, uh, we're talking about fighting games, we didn't bring up Soul Calibur, which is the only one that's oh, like yeah. everybody's got a weapon. Yeah.
1: Man, yeah, for Soul Calibur. Man, Soul Calibur is great. I have that's I that's another one I have not played any of the new ones, but I love Soul
0: Calibur 2. Yeah. That's, I think the only fighting game I beat in the arcade was Soul Calibur. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean it cost some money, but I played as Siegfried. And I managed to beat it in the arcade.
1: I remember the I don't remember his name, but the character that always stuck out for me from Soul Calibur is the one dude who has like the like the the knife fan hands things and he's basically just like wrapped in bandages and like slicks around all creepy like.
0: I don't remember very much about that game, but as soon as you said your favorite character, I was like, I bet it's gonna be that creepy dude. <laughs> I just, I just remember him being real weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that guy. And then I, they uh doesn't one of the Tekkens have a character who's similar to that or something like that like Volvo or something like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's well, man, there's a lot of like there's a, there's a fucking panda bear in Tekken. <laughs> like there's a lot of weird characters cuz there's yeah, there's the panda bear, there's um I, in Tekken Three specifically, there's like a wooden um, like fighting dummy, like a like a wooden tree oh, thing. Yeah. And what was funny about that one is that whenever you played it, each round it would just be another character. Like it would have the moves of another character, and it would be randomized. So it oh, was cool, kind of a weird thing. But yeah, I love. uh that's the thing. Fighting games like having these weird characters in there, like. Uh, you don't really see that too much. Like now, I think the closest is like the uh, like crossovers, like oh, the Terminators in Mortal Kombat now, you know, or or the <laughs> Alien, right? Yeah, but like just those like super weird, like what, like what? Who made this choice? Like
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> nice. Is it time for my big one?
1: Uh, yeah, I think we we should move on to the Masters you- of. Of hand to hand combat <laughs> do you have
0: do you have more
1: um well i I have another game on here, but it's also by slow clap so
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> well, I guess we'll do them in chronological order, so I'll yeah. just say absolver <laughs> of course <laughs> uh of course absolver it's my favorite it's my favorite it's so fucking good um more hand to hand than melee, but the weapons were cool um and I think you know in sifu you get uh more weapons right a lot more weapons in sifu you like can
1: pick up weapons. it's 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 actually has more of the um like a like a beat 'em up you know where you pick up weapons to get temporarily yeah. stronger and then they break but there's a few yeah,
0: yeah. okay <laughs> well yeah absolver for anyone who has not played or heard of absolver and enjoys fighting games you should try absolver it's Fucking great. And there are still people that play Absolver. It's actually really... It just came out in China and has had really great success in China, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, um, it does
1: have a dedicated, like, dedicated following, for sure.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's an incredible game. So, it's a 3D... I wouldn't say it's an open world, but, like, it's a non-linear world. And you are uh, a prospect who wants to become an Absolver... And you do that by beating the shit out of a bunch of people. And it's unique in that no two players are going to have the same moveset. Unless one of them is a student of a different player. Uh, Because every player gets to make their own moveset list. And it means that every time you fight somebody... You have no idea what that fight is going to be like until it starts. And even then, it's going to be a learning process. And it was just so cool, and you could do so much, and you could... Mmm, it's so good. And I can't remember if I've said this out loud before, but I would really lose my shit if Slow Clap like got contracted or got the license to do like, an Avatar The Last Airbender fighting game. Oh man. Cuz I think that they that would, would slap. <laughs> right? They would do the living shit out of that. Yeah. Um and of course I would want it to be Absolver style where you get to make your own move sets and stuff like that. Um but yeah, you walk around the world, you fight NPCs and of course the coolest thing, one of the there's so many cool things. One of the cool things is that the way you learn moves is by getting hit by those moves. So if you want, you know, if you want to learn a particular kick. You got to find an enemy, whether it's a player or more likely an NPC who knows that particular kick. You got to find where it is in their combo tree, like wait for them to hit you with it. Um, but you have to block it or, you know, whatever your special defensive move is. And you get a little XP on that move. And then you have to win the fight to bank that XP. And eventually you will learn the move. And it's such a, thrilling, terrifying way to grind moves because when you're trying to get some of the higher level moves from some harder characters, you've got to keep them alive long enough to give you enough XP to make it worth your time. But then you cannot lose the fight or you lose the XP. And so many times I would finally unlock a move and that rush of adrenaline of like, I've done it, I've got the move would then cause me to fuck up the fight. (laughs) (laughs) That was... such is life.
1: That was my favorite part of it is like it's not just, you know, explore and then you find a find a scroll that gives you a new move. Like you you have to train. Like you actually have to train to 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 unlock new moves and that's such a cool idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I would love to see more games do that. More games by Slow clap do that. An avatar game by Slow clap do that. <laughs> Just you know, just an idea. Uh, <laughs> just you know, just whatever. No big deal. I'm sure, that's easy to put together. <laughs> I mean, the only complaint I think anyone ever had about Absolver was that there just wasn't enough of it. Yeah, people for just sure. wanted more world to explore, more things to do, more ways to play. Um, and uh, and yeah. Well, then the other the other you know issue I had was just that like when playing like it's at the pvp is the end game like you know Mm -hmm. the end game is to like fight other players and the thing is like once you get good and you're like ranked up enough it's really like you can't you can't check out you can't just relax and play absolver because everybody you fight is on your level or a little better maybe they're a little worse too but like they're roughly your level so you got to be and it's such a fast game and again everybody's different and there's so many different ways to do things you can faint moves oh i hated people that were good at fainting moves i hated them so much because it just, just fucked up all my rhythm fucked up all my rhythm oh it was such a good game so good i wonder if they ever made another game
1: well funny you mentioned that (laughs) it's funny because you know you're saying like oh like that uh, the biggest complaint is that there wasn't enough of it right yeah and i think i think sifu is great and i think one reason why a lot of people responded really well to it is because they they sort of took the the really solid combat they had from absolver and then packed it sort of into a a tightly like crafted single player experience Mm -hmm. um which is a little bit more... like I I think Sifu is a more difficult game. Well, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Any game where you fight other players, the difficulty is going to switch around. But Sifu is an easier game to start playing, I think, because for one, you don't have to build your combos like Absolver. I think Absolver, you can kind of get a little overwhelmed where you're like, I don't really know if I'm building up (laughs) a decent combo chain or whatever. Yeah, But Sifu is a little bit more harder to master. But yeah, i I just taken that and putting it into this tightly knitted... Um, experience and it's just I mean I loved it and I'm so mad we did not publish that game
0: (laughs) yeah 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 Also, just want to brag about myself in Absolver. Absolver is also like those other fighting games. Like you, you unlock the moves and you unlock your character. But if you're good, you can beat somebody that's much higher level than you. It's not like some games where like a level one can't even do damage to a level ten kind of thing. Like if you're good and you know how to play, you can still kick somebody else's ass even if they've got a higher level character. I should go back for Sifu. It's good. I, th- um, I think I played it and it wasn't Absolver. It was more like a Souls game, and I still hadn't played a Souls game at that point.
1: <laughs> it, um, yeah. I mean, it's I I I never beat it because it's fucking hard. Uh, yeah. But it 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 it's definitely one where I'm like, oh, okay. Like you you can get into this and really start to like really get into the groove. And it's just the combat is just so fast that it's yeah. so satisfying and just going into a room and like taking out a bunch of different dudes. Um, yeah. They, they did add the, like a more of an easier mode where I don't think it changes the combat, but it just makes it so you don't age as fast.
0: Oh, that's um, nice.
1: Which it's like, okay, sure. That's an easier thing, but like the game is hard. And I think that's cause that's what always would screw me over is like, you'd get to the end and like it would kind of have those checkpoints. Right. So like, You, if you started level three, you could only start level three at whatever age you finish level two at.
0: Yeah, and just for anyone who hasn't played Sifu, when you die, was it every time you die, your character ages a year or something like that? So
1: it was like you, every time you died, you would get like it would add to your death counter, and then you would age that many years. So yeah. when you died the first time, you aged one year. Then you died the second time, you aged two years, and so on and so on. So, oh, God. it would compound very quickly. Where yeah. like after the fifth time you die, you aged five years, and the, and and so the and then the way the game works, you start out at like age twenty, and each decade, um, so like when you get into your thirties and your forties and stuff, you would increase the amount of damage you do, but it would decrease your health, kind of like. You know, going into like, you're now a kung fu master, but you're a little more frail. And then yeah. at, a, at a certain point, I don't remember if it was like 70 or 80 or whatever, you just couldn't age anymore. And so the next time you died, you would die. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it would have this thing. So, like, you beat level one. So, you beat level one and you're 32. You would start level two at 32. And yeah. you could, the only way to fix that is if you go back to level one and beat it at an earlier age. Um, but yeah, it, it compounds pretty quickly <laughs> with the death yeah. counter. But I think the the way they changed it is that you can do the easier mode where it is only one year each time you die, so you have that a sounds. lot more like a, a, a lot more freedom and uh, it's not as punishing.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it was it was pretty brutal because the first I mean it's hard it it you jump in and it is a challenging game. Um, And when I got to the boss, there were a lot of, like, the attacks the boss did that I didn't understand even what I was supposed to do, I remember. Mm. Um, Because he would, like, jump out of the bamboo. And I'm like, I don't know what move I'm supposed to do to not get killed by this. Yeah. Uh, But I guess I could look it up. Uh, Welcome to the future, J.M. But, yeah, I got (laughs) to the second level, and my character was, like, as old as me in real life. I was like, oh, no. You're in trouble, (laughs) friend. Yeah. Uh, well, and you know
1: what's cool too is I like the sort of replay sort of thing about it. Like you can unlock shortcuts, so that yeah, you like you know you you can pick up a key in level two that you can go back in level one and now you have a shortcut. So like if you want to replay the level, you have a different area or go see a different thing. And I it, uh, yeah, it's man, it's solid. It's it's just a solid game.
0: Nice. I'd love to see also, I'd love to see Slow Clap get like contracted to, you know, when you mentioned Sleeping Dogs and how it was like in GTA, you don't have like any good like melee combat. Like it would be cool to have like, you know, somebody contract Slow Clap to like, you know, put martial arts in GTA 6 or something like that. Not that it's as easy as I'm making it sound, but I mean, they're, I, I think they do, they do, they do hand to hand combat so fucking well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that
0: that would be cool to like to take to put the combat system
1: into like a a company that's already making like an open world game or or has that kind of level design down solid, yeah. you know. Yeah. Cuz you
0: know, it's coo- right, like it's cool to shoot and stuff like that, but if somebody if you could like get up close and just beat the living hell out of somebody, that'd be awesome. Uh ah, violence. Ha, <laughs> violence. Uh, well, Jared, do you want to do the thing?
1: Oh my Jesus Christ. Um, sure. (laughs) Do you like video
0: games?
1: (laughs) Uh, Particularly those video games published by Devolver Digital. Well, good news. You can follow us on a myriad of different social platforms. You can follow us on Facebook at Devolver Digital. You can follow us on Instagram at Devolver Digital. Are you a Zoomer? Well, then you can follow us on TikTok at Devolver Digital. There's something going on there, but I don't understand it. You can, uh, we have a Discord and there's a forecast subthreat, so you can, uh, subthreat. Sub-threat. Sub-thread. Yeah, you can talk to us. What kind of hand-to-hand combat games do you like? Tell us. Uh, Let's see. Oh, we got a Twitter or fucking X, whatever it's called now. Hopefully that dies soon. Um, Which, just as a side, did you see that thing where it's like somebody has all these tabs and they're Mm -hmm. all just like the Xs and they're like, all of these are porn and one is Twitter (laughs) and they all just Mm -hmm. look the same? I just think that's hilarious.
0: Um, Such a... so stupid so stupid it's, uh, it's such a it's such a like 14 year old boy move I'm gonna call it X yeah you just, everything X X hat it's my cooler hat I don't know anyway
1: yeah it's what so a dumb. terrible idea but anyway yeah you can follow us on Twitter X uh, <laughs> the X and- Twitter. The, hey there you go and uh yeah i think i believe that's everything probably if you're
0: listening to this today <laughs> on the release date uh we got a stream for ask the abyss for phantom abyss uh twitchtv devolver digital
1: oh yep i forgot twitch go there mm-hmm. watch watch ask the abyss mhm
0: mhm mhm and uh that's that Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, join the Discord. Tell us about the fighting games we've, or the punching melee games we forgot to mention, how cool they are. And uh, speaking of cool, stay cool for God's sake. (laughs) God, I'm going to try, man. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Imagine if, in an instant, you lost everything you truly love, and the only clue as to how that happened is a mysterious firearm known as the Gunbrella.
1: Gunbrella. Love is a fundamental motivating factor in everything that we do at Doinksoft. So when this man began his search for the truth, we knew we had
0: to tell his story. Follow one man's unyielding quest across a bitter landscape as he attempts to unlock the secrets of of this most unorthodox weapon.
1: We realized very early on that the Gumbrella is not only a firearm that can utilize several different types of ammunition, but it's also a powerful traversal tool, allowing for
0: dashes, double jumps, and even zip lining. All things that our unlikely hero will need, as he investigates ruined and crumbling towns, underground facilities, and the terraced gardens of the social elite.
1: We've been working on unraveling the mystery of the Gumbrella for X months slash years now, and we're still uncovering new
0: mysteries, not only about the Gumbrella itself, but about the world that it comes from. Follow Doinksoft's incredible journey by visiting Steam and wishlisting Gumbrella today.